0: It's the boy let's coming through hella clutch, flawless, can't be touched. It's your boy Bubba Lutz. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me who's the goal, I'll tell you who's not great. And which team always make you go right away. What's up guys, this is Bubble Lutz here bringing you a brand new podcast episode. It's been a while, right? It feels like it. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it has been a minute since I've posted a podcast episode. Now, that is not my fault. It wasn't me. In the famous words of Shaggy, it wasn't me. It was Anchor. They are a great sponsor, but this is bullshit, okay? This is absolute bullshit. So they had a little like glitch in their website to where any audio that I've recorded ever, even if it's already been uploaded before, will not be uploaded because it says the file's not supported all of them are mp4s i've never done anything else as far as mp4s for my files and yet even one that i've posted like three weeks ago it says that it's not a supported file so then i emailed them i'm like look when are you going to fix this and they're like should be good should be fine go ahead and upload tried it again It, it never changed like nothing ever changed it stayed the same emailed them again because they didn't answer for like four days they're like should be fine hey bubba we got you guess what still can't do it so if you're listening to this on spotify or apple podcast we, i i guess we're good i guess because i don't know if this is gonna work or not so i'm just recording a podcast definitely for youtube But I don't know if it's going to be on the the music platforms. I don't know if it's going to be on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. This is ultimately a ghost episode. So if if you're saying, oh, this is 129. No, sir. This is 130. This is episode 130. And the reason why we're here today is we have another bullshit trade that happens in the NFL. Bullshit is the word of the day, people, because I am, I am watching the NFL be so inconsistent. Like, what have I been preaching for weeks upon months on, on this podcast? The market is broken. Why are quarterbacks getting paid this much? Why are running backs getting paid this much? He doesn't deserve that money. He doesn't deserve the money. He barely deserves that money. But yet, the br- most broken part of the NFL is these trades. Has this not been the weirdest offseason for trades? Because I'm seeing left and right dumb trades being made. And the NFL is just saying, "That's a, yeah, that makes sense. We pass it through. As long as you pass that physical. Where are we? What year is it? Are we in the fucking twilight zone? Because the Patriots have decided to trade Rob Gronkowski, arguably one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, still at the age of 30, probably in the best shape of his life, has not been in league for a year because he doesn't want to play anymore. We'll get into that because I think now the truth has come out. The 30-year-old tight end who still has a lot to offer and is now reunited with his great quarterback, that won him Super Bowls. They trade Rob Gronkowski to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let me give you some timeline here, people. Right after Tom Brady gets or signs with the the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, if you're watching on YouTube, I am giving you a visual visualization uh a real acting of the scene that happened. Hey, what's up, Gronk? How you doing? That's Tom, by the way. Gronk on the other end. Yo, what's up, Tom? Yo, yo. It is so good to see you in Tampa. Hey, man. How about I come out of retirement? Come play with you. Oh, that sounds great, man. Hey, let's make it happen. How you gonna do it? I'm just gonna tell the Patriots I'd like to play again. But I want to be traded to the Bucks. Sounds like a sweet, sweet plan to me. Phone call over. That's, that's ultimately what happened. Gronk literally just went to, to Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and said, look, I want to play again. Great. Right? Great. We, we like to see Gronk. Gronk is a great player, so I'm glad he's back in the league. Oh, I don't want to play for you, though. Oh no no, you think I'm gonna play with you? What are you What are you guys doing? We don't know what you're doing. You're basically getting rid of everyone that you that that made the Patriots really good. Now now, granted, that the Patriots probably know what they're doing, and, and this is this is for me. Like this is an exception with the Patriots because they probably will move on and will move on quickly from Gronk from Tom Brady, and they will find a way to win. That's just who they are. So I, I trust in the Patriots. Don't get me wrong. When Gronk comes in and says, "I don't want to play for you. I want to play for the Bucks. So trade me. I'm going to unretire, but I'm not going to play for you. So just trade me." And, and the Patriots just go, "Okay. Hey Tampa. You want Gronk for a fourth round pick?" What are the Bucks going to say? No? A fourth rounder? You mean to tell me that in the fourth round this year, I, the Bucks, could have gone for a tight end anywhere in college and said, hey, we'll build something. We're looking to trade OJ Howard. So we still have Cameron. We have tight ends, but we could use another one. So why not just build a guy from college? See what we can do with them. We're already stacked on offense, so you know there's not really much risk there. We can take him in the fourth round. We could probably add some defense too. So really, we don't probably need a tight end. We keep OJ, keep Cameron. We could probably work those guys, or we could trade. We can get a tight end or a lot of picks. That way, we can get someone late in the draft for a tight end. That sounds good to me, right? Oh, Mr. Belichick, you want a fourth rounder for Rob Gronkowski, one of the best tight ends that we've seen in our lifetime that wants to play now because he plays with Tom Brady, who has a great relationship with him and is in probably the best shape of his life. Well, I guess. Again, Patriots, they probably know what they're doing. And I'm not going to doubt them. This is not me getting angry at the fact of the Patriots not getting more for Gronk, which they should have. This is not me getting mad at the Bucks for being that good, either negotiating or it was just right place at the right time, and good for the Bucks. They deserve some some success now. They really do. They've been they've been a team that deserves a, a glory period like they did with uh, with uh, John Gruden. They, they deserve the Jeff Garcia days, right? They, they've had the potential, and I think Bruce Arians is doing great things over there. He's turned that organization around. The fan base is starting to to come together. They've been loyal. They've just been missing key pieces to to bring them back, you know, to bring them back into relevance. And I think now they are in a tough division, but they can compete. And I like that. So to make the NFC South even more competitive, I'm a fan of. Because right now it's the Saints, the Falcons, them, and the Panthers. And really, it was the Falcons or the Saints for me before all of this went down. But now with the Bucks, hell, you, you can say the Bucs can take that division. And I don't know where else they can go from there. It's, it's up in the air, which I love. And now adding Gronk, their lineup, their, their literal like offensive side of the ball, is Tom Brady, Ronald Jones, they have Gronk, they have O.J. Howard, they have Cameron Bate, they are great and they have Chris Godwin. They have Mike Evans, dude. What the fuck? Like that is a great team, and I'm happy for them. I'm I'm happy for them. What I have a problem with is the fact that this keeps happening. A fourth rounder for a Elite tight ends, a fourth rounder. Let me give you another example. How about just recently, because no one seems to talk about this trade, is Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell gets traded to the Baltimore Ravens. Look, I get it. The Jacksonville Jaguars are rebuilding at this point. They don't want to pay Calais Campbell, even though he's the best defensive player that they have, and they're screwing up all these other contracts. With the guys they have now. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of A.J. Boyer. They have Minshew. They're looking to trade Leonard Fournette. They have some good receivers. But look, they're in a rebuilding stage at this point. I don't see them being competitive like they were last year or the year before that. Or even the year before that when they were close to making the Super Bowl. But you trade your, your best defensive player who is probably top five in the best... Defensive lineman in the NFL. He's worth the money. Kaleas Campbell is worth the money. You trade him to the Baltimore Ravens. Who already have a great defense. For a fifth round pick. That's it. You trade Kaleas Campbell. An elite defensive lineman. For a fifth round pick. You might as well. Spit in my face. You mean to tell me that a guy of that talent, of that consistency, who has played to the level of an elite defensive lineman and has made this team a a unit on defense for so many years except for last year because they just traded everyone away and got rid of everyone. You you mean to tell me that you're going to give him to a good team A better team than you, and you lose that trade. What's the whole point of you trading him away if you lose a a fifth round pick, dude? How is the whole like, how's the whole like analytical part of, of football make sense at this point? We talk about Jamal Adams, probably the best safety. In the NFL, top three at least. And the Jets are saying we're willing to trade Jamal Adams. And Jamal Adams is like, I'm willing to get traded. I want to go somewhere else. The Cowboys get in the mix. And everyone is saying, including the Jets, are saying we gotta get at least a first round pick. And then we're probably gonna ask for two, two second or two second round picks. At least, that's what we're asking. He, he's he's one of the best safeties in, in the NFL. We got to get something out of it. We're trading away our best player. You're going to pay for that. This is not just a, a bamboozled t- trade. You're not in cahoots, as my boy Rooster would say. So, yes, I get it that is a high valued player. One of the best safeties in, in the NFL. I'd say at least a second round pick, probably two would make more sense. The first rounder, it's tough to say. I mean, we've done it before with Mark Cooper. We traded away a first round pick. I think it's worked out for the better. A lot of Cowboys would agree with that. Uh, fans would say. A lot of fans would disagree with that. And a lot of NFL fans would be like, that's too much for a first round pick. That's that's a steal for a first round pick. It's arguable, but it, it's in the territory of, yes, this kind of makes sense. It's not outrageous to say, oh, an elite pass rusher, an elite safety for a first rounder. Are you kidding me? I'll give you sixth round pick. I'd hang up the phone. Yet Jacksonville's trading away their best player for a fifth rounder. What are they going to do with a fifth rounder? That's like, that's literally some random fucking corner from like Minnesota University. Might as well be from like fucking DeVry University. Who cares? Because in the fifth round, what are you getting? You're getting a guy that maybe makes the roster. Maybe. Give him a shot. You put him at the same level with Calais Campbell. Dumb. How about another example, ladies and gentlemen? I'm glad you're, you're with me on here. If you disagree, tell me. Because I think everything uh, I'm saying at this point is unsaid and should be said. How about... Nah, I'll save that for last. I'll save that for last. You already know which one I'm talking about. How about the Bills? Trading for Stefan Diggs. I'm just going to, it's, I'm for, from beta, like verbatim, the move Buffalo trades a 2021st round pick, a 2025th round pick, a 2026th round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick for the Vikings, Stefan Diggs. And the bills also get a 2027th seventh round pick, which it's just throwaway at that point. So a 2021st rounder, 2025th rounder, 2026th rounder, three picks in one year. For Stefan Diggs, who is not top three, who's not top five, arguably top 10, top 15, wide receiver in the league. I like Stefan Diggs. I like him a lot. But the reason I'm bringing this one, the, uh, this one up is how does that compare to Calais Campbell how does that compare to Gronk Gronk is basically a receiver he is your number one weapon he is a god-given talent number one tight end in the league in my opinion like like George Kittle Travis Kelsey great great tight ends But Gronk is number one. And if you disagree with that, I don't know what you see. Because Gronk is the prototype tight end. So is Travis Kelsey. You're saying, yeah, I I agree. But your whole offense can be based around Gronk. I don't think your whole offense is going around Travis Kelsey or George, uh, George Kittle. I don't believe that. But i've seen it time and time again where we see the battles between travis kelsey and and rob gronkowski and the numbers show that rob gronkowski is a better tight end neither of these guys can really stay healthy and gronk does have the disadvantage of those injuries more often than travis kelsey but if we're basing on the talent and who is a better tight end when they are healthy it's rob gronkowski and i think a year off from football where he can lean down now he can bulk up a little bit more but he's doing it in his own happiness, he's with the team he likes. It's going to be a better version of Rob Gronkowski. And I think he's the best tight end in the NFL at this point. So how do you only give up a fourth rounder for the best tight end, in my opinion, in Rob Gronkowski, but you're giving up three picks in one draft and another, in another draft. And you're also giving them more than just the player. Like, like the Vikings Hey. Look, I I think I think this trade makes sense. This trade makes sense because you're giving up a first rounder, a 5th and a 6th. That's high value. That's a high value first rounder and you can see what you can do with a 5th and 6th. The Vikings, you know, they 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 still have a solid offense. They may not want to pay Stephon Diggs, so they had to get rid of him. They, they can use this for their defense. Now that they're getting rid of some of their guys up front, they get did get rid of Xavier, Woods, uh, Xavier Rhodes. Excuse me. They, they can beef up the depth on the, the defensive back position. They can beat, bulk up that defensive line. And hey, maybe you'll get another wide receiver who may not cost you anything until like four or five years from now, and that's if they make a big time. They still have Adam Thielen. They still have Kyle Rudolph, Dalvin Cook. They still got all their main guys. And even though Stefan Diggs was their number one receiver, like in in, in my eyes, that's what I saw, even though Adam Thielen had better stats. You still have your number one receiver stat-wise, and you still have some weapons around you. It's their defense that really makes the Vikings a dangerous team in the playoffs. So they need picks. This makes sense. And they get a variety of picks to choose from, not just this year, but next year. And A seventh rounder, what are you going to do with that? Nobody cares. And then you give up digs. We're not going to pay that much. It makes sense, right? Well, how about we end it on the worst trade that I've ever seen? Is DeAndre Hopkins traded away to the Arizona Cardinals? Houston trades Hopkins and a fourth rounder to the Cardinals for washed up David Johnson with a terrible contract a second rounder and a fourth rounder back to what I was saying about Calais Campbell grunk. These guys are elite. These guys are the best in the NFL at what they do. I think Deandre Hopkins is the best receiver in the NFL. His hands are unlike any other. He can catch anything. I've seen him catch stuff that demon process in my mind yet. And he was already catching it and going for a touchdown. The camera couldn't even pick up the throw. Like it made no sense. He has been consistent. He has been reliable. He's been trustworthy to the Houston Texans organization. And he's dealt with a lot of bullshit. Once again, bullshit. And Bill O'Brien to say, well, Amari Cooper went for a first round pick. Julio Jones will definitely go for a first round pick somewhere if he ever gets traded. Stefan Diggs. Oh, this was before Stefan Diggs. Yeah, even if like if we trade DeAndre Hopkins, he's thinking this to himself because he there's no way that anyone in that Houston Texans organization agreed to this. He just did it. Well, if we trade away Hopkins, definitely can get a first rounder. You can probably get more. The dude is the best receiver in the NFL. I've seen it firsthand. Have you seen that video where like, I think it's like a Cardinals coaching staff member where he goes up to DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, Hey man, you're the best in the league. He's like, I know. That is, that's a scary man. This guy gets traded away for a fourth rounder. Or for a second rounder and a fourth rounder. And he washed up David Johnson who is probably not even gonna start. David Johnson is not even gonna start for the Texans. They already had a good running game. Who do they have? It's it's Duke Johnson, right? Is it Carlos Hyde? he's a free agent. Carlos Hyde is a free agent. So technically he's still with the Texans. At the time of the trade, he was with the Texans. Like he was barely beginning free agency. So technically he, I would still consider him a Texan. So they had Duke Johnson. Who's in my opinion, a really good running back. Carlos Hyde had his great years with San Francisco. And so in my opinion, had a lot to offer. David Johnson on a terrible contract who has been banged up injuries have taken over much like what Todd Gurley's uh, injuries have happened to him. And you probably get the best years out of in Arizona. So what is he going to offer in, in Houston when you can get Duke and, and Carlos Hyde for much cheaper and not give up anything. And, and along with that, you don't even get a first rounder. You get a second rounder and a fourth rounder for the best wide receiver. I haven't met anybody that thinks that this is a good trade. The The whole turmoil of, of what came out afterward about Bill O'Brien asking DeAndre Hopkins for, for him to not be around his baby mamas a lot or bring them around a lot. He also felt like he felt like he was a, like a bad influence and that's that is not even true like there what has deandre hopkins done to to justify that has he been in criminal trouble no he he feels that his baby mamas are a big part of his life and they they shouldn't be around that much and that he has a lot of baby mamas first of all that's none of your business what deandre hopkins does off the field. Is none of your business personally until it starts affecting the play on the field. And at no point in his career did he, that ever happen. So to say that his personal issues are bad for the team, DeAndre Hopkins has been the only good part of your team for what? Ever since Bill O'Brien got there? Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins are one of the best one two like duos that I've seen in the league so far. And you mean to tell me that DeAndre Hopkins is too much of a risk with a a big contract to do that when you've already made bad decisions and all you've done is barely make the playoffs and then choke in the playoffs. That's all you've done. That's all you've done. You choked a 24-point lead against the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. And you mean to tell me that Bill O'Brien is blaming other people for that. I want to do a whole episode on Bill O'Brien. Because I'm I'm sick and tired of of, of that guy being around the NFL. That man should have been fired a long time ago. And Houston Texans fans will agree. The fact that he got a promotion and his first move as a promotion is to sign Lamar Odom, who... No, 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 that, that was... I got ahead of myself is to trade away your best wide receiver, the best wide receiver for absolutely nothing. Now that's, that's, that's a little over exaggeration, not for nothing, but for not enough. It's fair to say when you look at everyone else in the league, nothing is making sense. Some make sense, some or not some, all of them, or most of them don't make sense. I don't, I don't understand how we keep doing this. Like both teams should win in a trade. You can, you can say it's like, Oh, it's like 54 like percent in their favor. Oh, they just missed it by like 48%. Like, Oh, they kind of favored this side a little bit. That's fine. But when we have Deandre Hopkins and David Johnson with a couple of picks, there's a lot of in between people and that doesn't make sense to me the Stephon on dig stuff that trade a little more balanced I'd say if it's if it's close I'll allow it like that we can all agree as fans saying like look sometimes you just you can't get the big contract you don't want to do that and then there's been some issues so you know a guy wants to leave the organization wants him to leave understandable but when Rob Gronkowski comes into the building or calls, calls up Rob, uh, Robert Kraft and says, look, coming out of retirement, cool. I know you've been doing some WWE stuff, which is horrible, by the way. That's, that has been horrible. And you haven't played in over a year, but you're still Rob Gronkowski. You, you are a big part of our, of our success. Of course, we'd like to have you back. Plus, you only have one more year on your contract. Let's see what happens. See what you can do in that one year, and you know, go from there. And Gronk's like, no, 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 I ain't playing for you. This is the whole reason why I wanted to retire in the first place. He didn't say that, but I guarantee you, that's probably what it was. I want to. I want to go to the Bucks. Well, everyone wants to go to the Bucks right now. So if I'm calling up Tampa, I'm saying, look, I know you want Gronk because you want that Tom Brady and Gronk relationship. Plus, you're going for it. You're going for a Super Bowl if you have that lineup. If you're going for Tom Brady, you want to win and you feel like you're close to winning. Perfect. Okay. Well, we'll give up Gronk, but you're going to have to pay for it because guess what? The Patriots have no money. They have no salary cap. Rob was supposed to make ten million dollars in his last year on his contract so if we would have kept him there's no way we could have paid him but if we trade him away perfect you take over the the contract but you are going to have to give us stuff because ultimately at this point you're just saying we traded him away so we wouldn't have to pay him. that's the most patriot thing to do which I understand but it's also like a fourth rounder a fourth rounder, is is worth it to you they have 12 picks this this draft awesome like great for you you have a lot of picks but from recent history how often have we heard that the patriots aren't good in the draft like they don't utilize the draft as much as other teams do they basically get them from nowhere they go undrafted or they get really low in the draft they're from their picks like in the first round, second round, third round. I mean, they'll they'll trade those things away most of the time. And you never hear from like New England like, "Oh, this first rounder, the second rounder." It's more of guys that you've never heard of that they just utilize. So, yes, you've beeped up your your 12 picks in the draft that will most likely work in their favor. But in this scenario, in this case, with Rob Gronkowski, you could have gone a lot more. You could have done so much more. Learn from the mistakes of Bill O'Brien. Learn from the mistakes of, I don't know, so many coaches in the last five years. But in, in this this offseason, the Jaguars, the Texans, these teams are just trading guys away that that are making their organization better for a ham sandwich and not even a good ham sandwich it's just ham no lettuce no tomato Gronk is the meat but where are the condiments you don't even you don't even toast the bread you just said you just threw on a, a a plain old white piece of bread and said fuck it i'm just gonna eat the meat how's that fair how does that make sense when you're trying to think of like other players that are about to be traded away? How can we still argue that Jamal Adams should be uh, traded for a first round pick when Gronk is getting traded for a fourth rounder? Calais Campbell is getting traded for a fucking hour of his time. It's stupid, man. It's stupid. Well, like Gronk, like the whole reason why he retired was because he didn't want to play with, with New England anymore. The injuries were terrifying, yes, but he hated how he was treated in New England. He wasn't treated like anything. You're talking about a charismatic attention seeker, not in a bad way, but he does seek attention in Gronk. He likes to be the star, he likes the attention. And he got none of that. And he didn't like how he was treated, like he was treated just like a random player. Like he was replaceable. You hate to see it, and, and a guy like Gronk is not gonna tolerate that, so he's gonna retire. But for, for him to just come back and just say, look, I'm not playing for you. Just trade me away. I want to go to the Bucs. When all these different receivers, tight ends, running backs, in, in recent reports say that they wanted to go to, New, or to Tampa as well, the, the su- supply and demand, the marketing and the economics of this trade does not make sense. There's a demand for players to want to go to Tampa, and the Bucks are wanting a championship. They want to win, so they're going to do everything possible in a short window as possible because you only have two years with Tom Brady, and that's really the only window you have because now you have a Super Bowl winning champion or a Super Bowl winning quarterback. You have great talent all around, and might. One of the best receivers in the league, too. An up-and-coming receiver in Chris Godwin. Some solid tight ends. An up-and-coming running back. And a defense that you can work with because it's Bruce Arians and he can make it work. So now is your time. Now is your time to dominate. Now is your time to show what you're made of. Because Bruce Arians ain't gonna coach forever. Tom Brady ain't gonna play forever. Mike Evans definitely ain't gonna play forever. He's had enough. He's he's tired of losing. So they're going after guys that they think is the best possibility for them to win a championship, and Rob's that guy. So I think if you're the Patriots, you have the advantage. You have the guy they want, and yet you say, well, just give us a fourth rounder. We just want to get rid of him. You, you just folded when you had a full house. That that was your opportunity to get something way more than fourth rounder that helps your rebuilding stage of some sort. We even call it that in new England. I'm I'm just, I don't get it. I don't get it. In my opinion, I think it's worth more than that. And there's been other sports where like they deny a trade because they don't think it's fair. The whole, the whole first thing that comes into my mind is Chris Paul, like him getting traded to, to Los Angeles and the NBA came in and said, that's not fair that's a super team are we just gonna have super teams in the NFL now because that's what it seems I don't know I don't know I need to get that off my chest but hey I don't even know if this is gonna be on Spotify or Apple podcast who knows okay that's gonna do it for this episode of the bubble up sports podcast finally back in some way it's been a while so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you are watching this on YouTube, if any of you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, we are 70 subscribers and we are so close to 75. That is our next goal. And then it's on the road to a hundred subscribers, which would be amazing to me. Amazing. So if you are not subscribed, you don't use YouTube or you don't use it often, just go on there and subscribe and just keep listening to the podcast. That's all you have to do. It's the number that counts. I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting us. We, we've we been killing it this last week. Uh, I think it's been great these last couple of weeks. So we're going to continue this. Some great videos coming out on YouTube. Some podcasts that we're, we're going to get done. So hang in there. Stay Stay home and keep watching and listen to the bubble sports podcast we'll see you next time on the next edition of the bubble sports podcast do you keep it classy or you keep it ratchet for the man with the magic now who is it is a boy baba let's come through Hello clutch flawless can't be touched it's a boy baba let's yeah i need that hot take i need the truth and everything that is not fake